Hey everyone, it's Psychic Medium Tammy Schuster, and thanks for joining on this episode of Angels, Awakenings, and Afterlife. So, question today that I want to start with, have you ever felt like you didn't matter? You know, like, it just, you didn't matter, you can't be seen, almost invisible sometimes. Um, were you ever, did you ever hold yourself back from pursuing something because the voice in your head told you why bother? Guess what? You're, you are not alone. We all have that same emotional insecurity, self-doubt, the fear of not belonging. You know, we're not as different as what, as what we think outwardly, maybe, but in, when we're talking about the same emotions inside, we're pretty much the same. Some of us are better at masking it than others. Some of us live in silence. Um, but the thing is this, and this is what it goes back to for me. I kind of have to keep reminding myself that the only obligation I have is to be true to myself. You know, I don't, I try not to empower the inner critic by listening to those voices. Um, drown out the voice by talking to yourself more encouraging ways. You know, I talked before about redirecting is not rejection and and trying to go on different paths regardless of the curveballs that life keeps giving me time after time after time i keep telling myself that i completely matter um i feel sometimes my self-worth is lost but I, I don't lose hope so i have to focus on what connects me with my strengths and my flaws and then focus on where i can go with that the thing that I've learned is confidence can be learned. So it's not like, I think we're born fearless and we're born with, you know, not all these years and years and years or 57 years in my case of people telling me that I can't do something. So confidence to me is just, um, it's a learned behavior and it can be rebuilt. It's true that you either have confidence or you don't. It's not, how, it's kind of like how much I'm willing to work on myself. And um, I look at the low points in my life without judgment. That's the part that matters. So when I'm trying to build my confidence, I do have to look at the things that take away my confidence, but I look at it almost like a third person. So writing out things again, guys, I'm going to go into a lot of journaling, but I write them down. So then I can kind of look at them as if I was going through life coaching and I was life coaching someone else, what would I be saying to them? Because we always have the answers for other people, treat other people better, give them more grace, more forgiveness than we give ourselves. So I look at my points in my life without self-judgment. Um, I take, I've been trying to really take care of my physical self because when my physical self is good, my emotional self seems to run better. Uh, it's not that you can't take care of your emotional health without being able to take care of physical health. You can, but for me, you have to figure out what works for you. For me, when I'm physically healthy, I'm emotionally stronger. Um, and my grandma used to always say, burn that crazy off, you know, go outside and run and burn that crazy off. And I think for me, I don't know how much of it is still her voice and just, when I do it, I'll just say, I'm burning the crazy off. I, I'll say that to my grandson when he runs around, burn it crazy off. For those who don't know or haven't followed me, you're going to hear me talk about my grams an awful lot because she is so fundamentally important in my life um, when she was here and in my life from the other side. she She's my rock. She still is. I just have to reach her a different way. You know, so remember when you're at your low point, you don't want to judge and you don't want to blame. There's a double-sided coin. Punishing yourself there 
punishing yourself while you're at that moment is not doing yourself any good. You deserve the grace. You're not worthless. You know, I feel like I'm walking on a broken leg sometimes and I won't let it heal. I just keep going and going and going. And it's that time that I remind myself to be gentle to myself and, and let myself rebuild my strength. So all the voices in the world, out of all the voices, and we all know right now there is a lot of voices in this world, but the loudest and the most damaging voice in the world is your inner voice. Like my inner voice is my biggest critic. You know, I believe that I have to be perfect. I try to be perfect all the time. It's It strips away the joy. And you know what? It's an impossible, it's an impossible goal, you know? So when I list the things that I'm not confident in and I come back, you know, usually I can trace it back to something that I've lived through and then I can work on it. I keep reminding myself it's just a thought and not a reality. So the better you feel about yourself, the more confident you're going to be calm and the more willing you're going to be to try new things. So pushing the envelope challenges you to stretch in ways and make you feel that made you feel uncomfortable. Often we tend to back away from new situations, people and activities. How many times have you done that? Because you don't feel comfortable. You, you really want to try something. You don't feel comfortable. So you push away. And often, you know, I used to go to this all the time. I can honestly say that I've worked through this, but when I get invited to try something new or stepping out on a new platform or doing something, my brain would go to what's the worst that can happen. And instead of thinking, you know, maybe what's the best that could happen, my brain instantly would go to the word, what's the worst that can happen. Um, how many of you, I'm sure I'm not the only one that does that. But what I found is I have to dig deeper when that happens. Like I have to question the questions I'm hearing in my head because just because I'm hearing things like it might not work. Um, why are you doing this? You know, it's like we have to start to question what we hear in our head because a lot of that self-taught is that self-taught bad words to ourselves. It may have come from other places in society growing up or you may be living through it. But remember, the, the loudest and the most damaging voice is our inner voice. With that being said, then the most positive and joyous voice can also be our inner voice. So we have to trade the bad words to ourselves, the bad thoughts about ourselves, with good ones. If you don't feel good about yourself, write out the good intentions for yourself. And when you start to go down that road where you're beating yourself up, say, no, I'm not beating myself up. I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I'm going. And then read off those, you know, good intentions that you have for yourself. Positive experiences are easy to handle. It's when we get to the negative ones. So write out your positive experiences, what you want. So when you're going through these negatives, you know, you, you have something to pull back with. Because here's the thing, you know, we try to avoid pain, whether it's emotional pain, physical pain, and we'll, we'll settle often without even realizing what we're doing. Okay. So what determines my success in everything, whether I'm a successful friend, whether I'm a successful business person, whether I'm a successful wife, what determines that isn't what I enjoy. It's what I push through. What am I going to sustain? You know, I'm overhearing. You just, you got what you got, or I just got enough. Um, the, the, <laughs> maybe we need to refocus on what we want and compare it to to actually what we can accomplish. We, we sell ourselves out way too short. You know, 
the thing is this, we can get somewhere and we can say, okay, that's where we want to be. But what defines us and separates us is ultimately how far are we going to go? But we got to remember, guys, we're more alike than we're different. We got into this comparison mode where we compare but when we're comparing, it's not even really fair because I compare my weaknesses to someone's strengths. But what I don't compare is maybe my strengths to their weaknesses. So we're only looking at half the picture. And I think half that picture is, is why I always sold myself out. I mean, you know, I would look at maybe when I'm struggling in my relationship, I look at, oh, wow, it would be so nice to have that relationship. But but the reality is we don't know what they go through to make their relationship like that. And maybe they're just at that one good moment and they're trying to rebuild something. So again, we got to quit that comparison. You know, I've learned pain is not a negative thing to be avoided because the reality is when I have the pain, I'm willing to change. So don't just look at pain as, you know, a struggle. Just look at it as maybe... It's something about a greater determination for me to fix something in my life. You know, every day I try to say out loud and I'm trying to train my brain. I've been really, really good at doing this. Um, I have post-it notes everywhere in my mirror. That might be why I'm doing really well at this. But every day I try to say three three good things that happen. It can be like something, a fun activity, something I did with my kids, something I did with my grandkids. You know, today is an example of having fun going out and having lunch with um, a friend, silly selfie pictures, um, helping grandkids get a bath. So just find three things every day because every day is not a whole bad day. I try to say I had bad moments in a day, not a bad day, because there's something always in a day to be grateful for. Keep a gratitude journal. You guys hear me talk about the journals all the times. And, you know, write down the small things from the day that mattered. Quiet moments, for me, like my my zen is my quiet moments on my porch. Now we're getting into winter, so those moments are going to be replaced in my my reading room, my prayer room, my meditation room, my podcast, one room that, that holds it all. So that's going to change, you know? So then remember a rough day is not a rough day. It's a rough moments in the day. So there's something good in there. Remember, it's all about training our thoughts. Okay. The one thing that I've learned to do because I'm not hot tempered, but I have a mouth. So I have learned that one of the quickest ways to slow my mouth is to focus my energy on something else. Avoid saying something that I'm going to regret later. You're going to thank yourself. Trust me. There's a time to speak up and there's a time when I'm just speaking. And so I guess I've kind of learned, am I speaking or am I speaking up? If I'm just speaking, I need to, to understand, am I as Am I speaking at someone or to someone? And it's been like my best way to, to stop things. Um, and another good practice that I do is changing my perspective. If I struggle um, with something, I need to come up with something I feel grateful for. You know, put your shoes in the side in someone else's thing. When you think you've got it bad, not like to be depressed, but you can always search humanitarian stories to see the good part of it, but you're going to see where the person was in order for the person to have done something good. So that helps you with both ways, like reminding you that 
there is things out there, you know, um, that are worse than you, but then you get to be built back up with seeing someone help that. Don't just watch the bad because again, that puts you down that sad, depressed state. Try to bring everything full circle. And there's days that I bomb it and there's days that I rock it. The days that I bomb it, I just tell myself I'm going to do better. And then I find three or four more good things that I liked about the day. Um, you know, if you get into savoring your good moments, if you notice that you're feeling happy, stop what you're doing and pay attention to what made you happy. Write it down. You know, those are the moments and it shouldn't just be a moment. It should be a feeling when I'm having like a good, good moment, a good belly laugh or a great visit with a friend. Instead of just, it's a feeling to me. I try to remember it, but I also try to feel and remember how I felt. So when I'm really struggling, I can pull that memory up and go to that feeling. You know, check for silver linings. I know we go back to my grandma. There's a silver lining in everything. And it took me a really long time to understand silver linings, you know, and because Here's the thing. Even my most difficult life challenges come with gratitude moments. You know, we have to look at them and often we can't look at them when we're going through them. We have to come back to look at them and you can't look outward to find your inward moments. Don't look at what you've accomplished around you. Look at what you've accomplished in you. They're two totally different things. You know, um, we get confused and think that our outward thing is the same as inward. It's not. You guys, start small. Um, do it at your pace, but do it. I have been doing this and doing this and doing this, and some days I do better, and some days I don't do better. But the thing is, I still do it, and I acknowledge that I mess up without beating myself up. We talked before about I'm drowning in emotion, you know, what did I do? Well, I didn't do anything. Sometimes we just get lost in our patterns. So changing our patterns means building our confidence. We don't build our confidence from other people. Other people can make us feel better, but they can't give us our confidence. We have to build our confidence ourselves. Start small. Do it at your pace, but do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I can't empathize enough on that one. So I want to talk. So I want to talk a little bit about something that someone people are always asking me or you've probably heard this a million times from people people always say i'm an empath i'm an empath i'm an empath i think i'm an empath um and i always say that's nice but do you know what an empath is um so the term empath actually comes from empathy which is the ability to understand the experiences and feelings of others outside of our own perspective so to me, when I say that I'm having an empathic moment, I actually sense and feel the emotions that is part of someone else and not me. Being an empath and being oversensitive with your own feelings are two different things. I think everyone, I want everyone to be an empath because empath is simply to, ha to have empathy. And I think we all need to have empathy. And But don't confuse your own feelings and being oversensitive and being an empath. An empath simply means that you sense and feel emotions that as your like you feel like you're experiencing what someone else's experience. You're feeling their pain. You're feeling their joy. You're feeling their fear. You're feeling theirs. It's not your own. It's not your own emotion. It's feeling someone else. 
Um, so I just wanted to kind of clarify that, like, because people ask all the time and say they're an empath. And I think we all have a form of being an empath in us because we should, we were all born with empathy. Um, we drowned it out because sometimes we don't, and if you can learn to be empathetic, you can learn hopefully to be empathetic to yourself. Again, like I said, the loudest voice and the most damaging voice to you in your journey is yourself. And I am a living, breathing testimony to that one. But I'm also a living, breathing testimony to being able to build your confidence, being able to step out of the shadows, being able to rebuild what I've torn down myself. It's not the damage from the other people that's hurt me the most. It's my own way of thinking about myself. So we need to quit blaming ourselves. We need to look at ourselves without judgment. And yes, you are an empath. We are all capable of feeling for other people that are going through things. So some quick updates on some things. So if you're listening to this, make sure you guys are checking out my website at TammySchuster.com. And on there, there is some pretty cool links to some paranormal exploring, uh, an exploring project that I am doing with my good friend, Josh. Um, some of you may remember him from my WKHQ days. We were on the radio together. Um, we are doing some amazing uh, paranormal exploring. And you can find the links to his YouTube page, which is What's a Josh? It is just what it sounds like. What's a Josh? And we have been to a haunted school, an abandoned jail. We've been to cemeteries, which is going to be one of my next podcasts because you guys need to hear what happened at the cemetery. He brought me there for one reason. And you know what I got out of it is family. I walked to a cemetery in Ohio and I've ended up with cousins through this investigation. So life-changing for sure. We recently spent an entire weekend at a bed and breakfast and had so many crazy things happen. So make sure you guys are subscribing to his YouTube channel, What's a Josh? Make sure that you're watching my website, TammySchuster.com. Um, there are some links to a, a lot of things that's going on. And then my Facebook if you're not already following that, is TammySchuster.co. So I, I'm trying to keep them as close as possible. So I couldn't do the .com on Facebook. So TammySchuster.com is my website. TammySchuster.co is my Facebook. There you're going to find live videos and updates about things that I'm doing. Um, some magazine articles that I was recently in, Canvas Rebel, really cool thing being able to share what I do with you guys and how it's changed my life and just the blessing and hopefully helps me to continue to step out of my own shadows. A lot of what I'm doing right now is building my confidence. These things that I'm telling you guys that you need to do, I'm actually doing myself. That's where a lot of this stuff comes in. This contest that I entered Fab over 40, you guys, I'm trying to rock it out. I need your free votes. Um, I'm stepping out with this Canvas Rebel magazine because I, I've been asked before. I don't do these. I don't feel comfortable. I'm stepping out with doing the Paranormal Exploring Project with Josh. And, you know, it is all part of me building my confidence. The thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is find something that you really have wanted to do and just do it. Start small and do it, do it, do it, do it. 
So I'm going to end, like I always say, be kind to yourself because we matter and we need to remember to put our ourselves first sometimes. Be kind to others. And I will talk to you guys next Monday.